0: Thank you. Good afternoon, church. It is such an honor to be with all of you today. Such an honor to be here. I've dreamt about this day. I've prayed about this day for the last 30 years. I've been wanting to come here. But uh, we travel all the time, every, every month, sometime every week, all over the world, ministering God's word. And sometimes because we stay so occupied in evangelizing nations, planning churches, Uh, doing God's work. It just didn't work out, but, you know, it's such an honor when I talk to Pastor. Uh, We talk many times throughout the year, and when I was talking to him last year and I expressed my desire to come, and Pastor definitely invited me to to be here with all of you. It's such a great joy and honor for me to be here. I wish my wife, Lisa, could be here. Uh, She just got back from Europe. Uh, She... You know, she was ministering in Italy, she was ministering in Albania. Um, We we, we spent a lot of time uh, ministering in many, many different nations. Last 45 years, I've been preaching the gospel, my wife and I, we have been serving God for many, many years all over the world, and it's been a great joy. But we want to say thanks to each one of you. First of all, to our dearest pastor, Pastor Abraham, sister, you know, you are such a Dear friends of ours, every time I talk to you, Pastor, every time I pray for you, you bring so much joy. And church family, I want you to know, your pastor not only preaches to you, but sometimes we call and he preaches to me as well. Yes, he does. And I... He encourages me, but he also sometimes just preaches. What he preached to you, he just he speaks to me from his heart. And it's always nice to hear his voice, and I'm always very encouraged by this friendship that we have. And it's such an honor to be here with you. Other pastor, Pastor Francis, thank you very much. You and all the counselors you are such amazing people of God. I'm so thankful for each one of you, all of you, family, church family here, brothers and sisters, young people, children. I'm so thankful for each one of you and we want to say thank you for being part of this house, part of this church because God is doing something great in this church. Amen. Amen. You know, even though you do not have your own church building so called, but you know what church is? The people. Amen. We can have a building but no no people, but thanks be to God um, the Braid of Life Church in Oman is doing an amazing work right here in this nation, in this community, but you're also reaching the nations of the world. And just why, that's why many people around the world would like to come here and say thanks to you, but you know, they cannot all come. But I represent billions of people that we serve around the world. And uh, I just want to say thanks to each one of you for praying for mission Praying for world mission, praying and supporting the work of the gospel in in many, many nations. We are working in like 40 different nations and in every continent. So that's why we came here to say thanks to each one of you, that every week you pray, that that you give your tithes and your offering and that you support missions for which we are very grateful. I do want to show a quick video, it's just three minutes video, so just take a look at this video to see how your prayer and your finances is making a difference. Take a look at this video, please. We need some sound. Let's go back and see if we can put the sound in there. Sometimes with all the techniques and technical things, some, something doesn't work out. See if we can get the sound. If it works out, that'll be really great.
1: This year, Harvest now Evangelist. Okay, turn okay. the sound up. Yeah. Try one more time. Yeah. This year. Harvest Now evangelists, pastors, and missionaries have worked and ministered around the world. Put the volume up higher. Albania, Cambodia, China, Hong Kong, India, Italy, Laos, Malaysia, Mexico, Myanmar, Peru. Can you hear it? Tanzania.
0: Very low. Okay.
1: Vietnam, Zambia, and the United States. Yeah. Thousands of people received salvation. Baptism in water, healing, and the filling of the Holy Spirit. We rejoice over each individual life that was transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. Because of your partnership and faithfulness to God's vision of reaching people, we were able to minister from mega churches to meetings in secret. Kenny, Lisa, and their teams preached around the globe men's meetings, women's meetings, training sessions, revival services. Evangelistic Outreaches, Pastors' Conferences, University Outreaches, Youth Camps, and Vacation Bible Schools. Harvest Now teams ministered hope and healing to those who need it so desperately. We are blessed to share the Gospel with the lost, and count it an honor to share the truth of redemption and salvation. It was a blessed year. We thank God and give Him glory for all He has done. We thank you for trusting and believing in all that God is doing through Harvest Now, and for equipping and empowering the move of God. As Hudson Taylor said, the Great Commission is not an option to be considered, it is a command to be obeyed. Thank you for being our partners, our supporters, and our friends. We confidently look ahead with anticipation and expectancy of God's faithfulness. This is your Harvest.
0: Yeah, all right, thank you. Well, I, if you did not get all of it later on, if you use social media, you can join our website. Some of the things we cannot put on our website because of security, but if you do, uh, um, if you do social media, some of the social medias has some of those because those are specially invited to be in our groups and everything. But sorry about the sound, it didn't come out. The, the best because all in different places, different systems and everything. But I just want to say thanks to all of you because um, the Bread of Life Church has actually helped us buy over 100,000 Bibles for the believers in China. You know, I lived in Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. This church from right here, your, your giving has, has touched millions of people's lives in china i lived in hong kong my wife and i we lived in hong kong for 20 years Uh, we raised our family in hong kong and from there we would go into china we continue to go last 35 years in all these underground churches where it's illegal to have church it's illegal to have a bible in many parts but it's amazing that uh, god used us and opened up doors for us in a close country like china um, and, and many other nations um, where we can take the Bible and we can put them in the hands of the people. You know, some places people have been praying for 20 years to have one Bible. And uh, when we will bring those Bibles, people will literally fight for those Bibles because after 20 years, finally they get to hold the Bible in their hands. And so, so amazing to see what God is doing in China. And over the years now, there is more Christians in China than in any other nation in the world, with 110 million people in China, so we praise God. We praise God for a great. We praise God for great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the country of China. Um, God is doing the biggest revival that is taking place right now is in China, with tremendous, uh, uh, tremendous numbers of people are coming to know Jesus Christ. Um, we have. Hundreds of pastors and, and team members that are working in China in secret. Um, it's been amazing to serve God in China, but also in many other nations, in Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia. We're working in 40 different nations and in every continent. So it's, it's really good to serve God. It's great to uh, serve the Lord with our lives, with our families. Amen. And it is great to be together in the house of God to worship Him. Amen. I like the flavor of this house. I like the fact that you all are so international. You know, I, um, I, I grew up, I, I grew up in, in India originally, then I moved to the States many years ago. Um, and uh, I have had the opportunity to travel in every continent, and that's what we are praying now, to be in seven different continents, preach the gospel. And I travel a lot in Asia, in Middle East, in, in Central and South America, But also in Africa, I love the people in Africa, and I am so delighted to see my African brothers and sisters here. Uh, If you have never been to Africa, it's an amazing continent. Sometimes you think, amen, amen. Amazing continent, and I just love the people, I just fell in love with the people. We are doing large crusades in countries like Zambia and Tanzania with 30,000, 15,000, 20,000 people. We can reach masses of people. We have done large crusades in India for years. One of the last crusades we did was in Madras with 150,000 people some years ago. And right after the crusade, my my pastor's son was killed. Uh, It was a difficult situation. So we had to kind of pull back doing crusades in India. But we can do crusades in many parts of Africa. And I traveled a couple of times a year. But it's just wonderful to serve God. And... So I just, I just bring many greetings from my wife Lisa and our family, uh, they're back in Houston. Again, uh, they do send their love and greetings, Pastor told asked me, ask me if my wife was coming and she definitely would have loved to come, but I'm sure next time we will be together, amen? Well this morning I just wanted to uh, encourage your hearts and I wanted to preach a little bit to you about how to stay encouraged, amen? How to be encouraged and how to stay encouraged. And I want to talk to you about encouragement for you. You know, we all live life. And so in life, sometimes there there can be a lot of different struggles. At your work, at your family, at your jobs, at your with your children, we all have difficult circumstances, different situations and I understand right here in this place all of you actually come from other countries to live in a foreign country. For you this is a foreign country. Some of the kids were probably born here but, but it's, it's not so easy. I have lived all my life pretty much in foreign countries and you understand that I understand the struggles sometimes you can have because there are opportunities that people have in these countries that you don't have. And so sometimes you go through all the struggles, all those challenges, the language, and the. But you know what? God is with you. And when God is with you, when you understand that God, with God's grace, with His help, you can do all things. Amen. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Amen. But this morning I want to encourage you, you know, I, and I want to sh- show, share with you. From the scripture, how you can stay encouraged, amen? You know, at different times, we all get discouraged. Let me tell you the definition of, 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 um, of encouragement, amen? Let me tell you, uh, let's see how my slides come out. Encourage, okay? Yeah, sometimes, so we all, I have a little bit difficulty seeing this from here, okay? Let me, try, let me try my glasses. This one is near. Okay, great. I have problems problem trying to see my, my, my notes here and my PowerPoints over there. But, you know, so, so the definition of encouragement is to let courage in. You have to have courage in your heart. Amen? And the definition of encouragement is to give support, to give confidence, to give hope to someone, to cheer them up or to instigate, to boost confidence in a person to give a hand up To urge people, can you you can do it? Come on, my son, come on, my daughter, come on, my spouse, my husband, my wife. You can do why? Because God is with you to motivate people. Amen. We have to motivate others. Sometimes you go through difficulties and you hear of a news from back home or from your family. You know, sometimes you have to motivate the other person and say, Listen, I understand that you're going through your struggle. I understand you're going through difficulty, but listen, God will help you. And when we motivate people, you know, people will find their strength when we motivate them, when we encourage them. You know, when we provide praise, when our children, you know, when they're working very hard and they're having issues with their, with their uh, assignments or homework or something, and we clap our hands for our children and we say, listen, you're the smartest child in the whole school. That child, you know what? They find encouragement in their hearts. Amen? So when we encourage when we, and, and we praise them, and there are many more ways we can help our family, help our loved ones. Amen? This is what encouragement is all about. Now listen, what is the meaning of discouragement? Let's see if we can find discouragement. Discouragement is to having lost confidence. How many times you and I have gone through that situation that you felt that all that confidence that you had in your heart is suddenly gone? Right? We all go through that. Or enthusiasm, you know, you used to be so excited for God or about, you know, about your children, about your family or your work. And now your marriage has not, is not so strong anymore. You feel at distance. So what happens? You have lost enthusiasm. Okay? Sometimes you are disheartened. You know, you go cold in your relationship with God and then one with another. In your family, sometimes in relationship with husband and wife, your relationships get discouraged, disconnected, and you are disheartened. And to lose hope. You know, the world is full of people that do not have hope today. But you know, when you are a Christian, when you know God, when you have the word of God, when you come to a church like the bread of life. When you hear the word of God. When you worship God the way we worship God this morning. It's powerful. You come and you hear the word of God. You get confidence in your heart. Amen. And you get encouraged. So you may have come to the church. You know you, uh, you, know, you, you, ha- you had discouragement. And you were disappointed about things. Things happen at your workplaces. But listen. When you come into the house of God. You worship God from the depths of your heart. You start lifting up your hands. You start clapping your hands. You start singing praises from your heart. Listen, what happens? Encouragement comes. Amen. And you leave this place so excited to take, take on the day or take on the week or the month. Amen. Because you know God is with you. Amen. This morning, I want to talk to you about our, our scripture is found in 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 1 to 6. 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 1 to 6. You know, here we find King David. You know, David was, a, he was, a, he was the king. He grew up as a shepherd boy in the field, shepherd's field. But from, from being a young boy, God's, God chose him to become the king of Israel. And David... And the people of Israel were always surrounded by all the enemies, the people that did not know God, they did not worship God. And this is what it says in 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to 6 David and his men reached Ziglag on the third day. Now, the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziglag. You know, these are different places, and we think these places are far away, but they are not. You can actually Google these places. On your phone, on your computer, you can find those places you know, right there in Israel, in the southern part of Israel. And so the enemies had raided these places, and they had attacked Ziklag and burnt it. And they had taken captives, the women and everyone else, both men and old, men young and old. They killed none of them, but they, but they came, took them, and, and they went, went on their way. Amen? That's what the Word of God says. Amen? They took the people of God and took them captive. So David and his men wept, wept aloud until they had no more strength left to weep. David was greatly discouraged because the men were talking about stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But the Bible says, But David encouraged himself in the Lord. In other, another translation, it says, But David found strength. In the Lord his God. You see, David, the, when you read a few chapters before this, you find David was fighting, and he was a strong man. All of his men were strong men. of men. They were fighting, fighting, fighting. They were having continual victories. But this time, when they were fighting and they were returning back home, they found their village, their town. Ta- their town was completely raided and destroyed by the enemy. They burned everything. They burned everything down. And sometimes this is what happens in our lives. You know, you you go to work. You know, you're being a decent person. You're trying to provide for your family. You're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to please God. And you find sometimes the rug is pulled right under your feet. Sometimes you find that you're supposed to be promoted at your work. But what happened? Instead of promotion, you did not get the promotion. Or sometimes... You know, you're living, you're doing the right things and everything is going well for you. And you find yourself, you know, you have pain in your body and you find out that you're attacked with some sort of sickness or disease in your body. So sometimes challenges comes. The enemy comes to attack us. Just like the enemy came to attack the village, David's village, David's towns. Amen. But the Bible says... You know, David did not. Even though he was very, very discouraged, the Bible says he was very discouraged. You know, he found strength in his God. Amen. He encouraged himself, and that's what you know. God's word says we are supposed to do. I want to. I want to talk to you about how you can encourage yourself. Three things you can do. To you can encourage yourself, and you can stay encouraged. First of all, I want to talk to you about is to, have, to be encouraged, you have to remember your past victories. You know, God gives us victories throughout our life. You know, a lot of times God does things for us. He heals us, he heals your child, or he heard your prayers, he gave you a breakthrough at your workplace, he promoted you in your, in your jobs, and sometimes, you know, we, we remember those things, but after a while we forget. But see, if you want to be encouraged, you have to remember what God has done for you in the past. Maybe you remember how God healed your child when the baby was so little and had such high fever and you prayed and you believed God and God healed that child. Or at times when you had such big financial crisis and you did not find a way. You did not even have money to pay the bills or you did not have money to buy an airline ticket. But when you prayed, God heard your prayers. God gave you that promotion at your workplace. And when you remember those things, what God has done for you in the past, you will remember the works of God and you will have victory. Amen? So that's what David did. When he is in this situation, when he sees his village, his town, his Totally run, run by all these enemies. They have destroyed the people. They have taken the children and the women captives. David, he was so disheartened. Because he, even the Bible says his people wanted to kill him. Amen? They wanted to kill him. But the Bible says David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. You know, in this time we find while he, David is in this situation, David remembers how he fought the lion, how he, fought, how he fought the lion and how he fought the bear with his bare hand. How God was with him when he was taking care of the sheep in the field. And if God gave him victory then, David knew in his heart that God was going to give him victory now. David, remember when, when Goliath you know, stood up and began to challenge the, the children of Israel. David, all he had was a sling. And all that he needed was five stone. And he took one of the stones. He did not need the rest of the stones. He needed one stone. And he swung his sling and he knocked David down. Amen. Cut his head off. God gave him victory. This time when David is in this situation, listen. He remembered his past victory. Amen. So this, to, to have victories and to, to walk in victories, you have to remember the past victories God has given to you. Amen? So this, the Bible says that David was now in great danger because of all his men were bitter about losing their sons and daughters. They began to talk of stoning him. How would you be a, like to be a leader when all of your, your people are planning to stone you to death? Amen? Amen? But David found strength in the Lord, his God. You know, sometimes when the things are very, very difficult, sometimes when you are going through a difficult time, remember that you can always find strength in your God. Amen. Young people, when you, are, when you find yourself that sh- nobody understands, even your parents don't understand, and you pray, and it seems like you have no hope, you find no answers. Listen, when you pray to God, He will give you victory. Amen. Like David, you can encourage yourself. Fathers, mothers, men and women, be encouraged today. You know why? Because God is with you. He has not left you on this planet earth to do life by yourself. God is with you. Husband and wives, be encouraged today. You know why? Because God is with you. Because his His hand of blessing over your life, over your marriage, over your children. Listen, God will give you victory over every circumstances. So be encouraged today. And trust in God. I know sometimes in marriage you know, there can be difficulties, there can be challenges. Sometimes you, some of you men give cold shoulder to your wife and there is a cold war in your relationship. Listen, does that happen to you in your marriage? Michael? It never happens to you, right? I, I thought so. No, it cannot, it cannot. I mean you have such sweet family here. Amen. But I'm telling you, sometimes difficulties come. Sometimes misunderstanding can, can take place. But listen, husband, wives, be encouraged because God is with you. If you're a business owner, if you have a job, listen, be encouraged. You know why? Because it is God who gave you the business in the first place. And God is going to promote you in that business. God has put you in that place so, that he, so he can promote you. On and on, upward and upward. This has been my experience last 45 years. I have seen the hand of God. Many of there have been times I have been discouraged. But listen, I remember what God has done for me in my life. I remember where I came from. I remember what God has done for me over the years. And because God has done great things for me in the past, I can trust Him for my future. Amen? People of Braid of Life Church, be encouraged today. You are not here alone. You are not a foreigner in this country. Even though we are foreigners in some ways, this is not our home. We are just passing through. Amen? We're just, our home is in heaven. Amen? So don't try to you know, do all the things to settle in you know, well here in this earth. Listen, we are just passing through. Wherever we are, you know, we work hard you know, to raise a family, to have a family, to raise a family, to pay our bills, you know, to serve God. But our home is in heaven. But then God has also put us on this planet earth and he wants to make sure that you do life well. That discouragement, disappointment, setbacks will not hold you back. You know there are so many people, I do have friends, sometimes discouragement and disappointments can be your biggest enemy. When people get discouraged, when men get discouraged, listen, they lose hope. Amen. So that's why it's our job to encourage one another. Amen? So that's what David did. He remembered the things what God did for him in the past. And because God, he, because God did, gave him victory in the past, now he could trust him for a great victory. Amen? Like David, you can have encouraged. You, you can, like David, you can encourage yourself. Amen? In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, it's not in a slide, but I will say this to you. For for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has planned for your life. He has great future for you, for your children, for your family. Sometimes when you're going through difficulties, sometimes when you're going through a situation or you're in between jobs, listen, say to yourself, God has great future for my life. He has great future for my family. When you look at your children, you know, what are you going to tell the children? Sorry, you are born in a wrong time. No, you can look at your children and say to your children, listen, God put you on this planet Earth to do great and mighty things. Amen? You know God has blessed my wife Lisa and I with three beautiful children and they are so on fire for God. They love God, they serve God. They go into the nations of the world to preach the gospel and we are so thankful for them because you know they could be any other they could be any other young people you know just lost into the world but listen God has blessed our families because we have prayed to God. We have sought God and you the people of God Here at Bread of Life, listen, you have been praying, you have been seeking God, you have been fasting and asking God to bless your life. And if that's what you desire, how much more God will do for you, for your family, for your children, for your jobs, for your businesses. My brothers and sisters, this day, be encouraged because the devil will try to discourage you. He will like to put fear into your heart. Let's see if we can find these these slides talks about the fear. Amen. You see a lot of times you find. Second thing I want to talk to you about, about. Is to remember to seek God. Remember to seek God. To be encouraged or to stay encouraged. You have to remember to seek God. The Bible says. Then David said to Abiathar. Abiathar was the priest at that time. He said to him. Bring me the ephod. And Aviator brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, "Shall I pursue the raiding party? Will I overtake them?" God says, "You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue." See David, he knew what he was supposed to do. He did not lose heart, he did not get scared. You see, David went straight to the priest. Amen Sometimes when you' face with difficulties, when you find yourself You know, the doctors give you a negative report. You know, first thing you like to do, oh no, you get so scared in your heart. You tell everybody, oh no, I have been diagnosed with cancer. Oh no, I have been found with some sort of sickness. Listen, David, he found the man of God. He found the man of God. The Bible says he went to the, he looked for the priest and he put on the ephod, which is like an apron-like thing. He put it on and the Bible says he sought God. When you are in a situation, you do not know what to do. Remember to seek God. If you seek God, listen, God will always answer you. Sometimes it might be delayed, but God will always answer you. David inquired of the Lord. He asked the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party, these people that have taken my families, my people hostage? What shall we do? When he prayed and when he sought God, listen, God will... God answered him. He says, God says, you will surely overcome them and succeed in the rescue. When you seek God, listen, there are things in your life you will face challenges with. And you think that you have the ability to overcome those situations. Listen, in prayers, God will give you the victory. In prayers, God will give you the strategy. Amen. In prayers, or in, when you read the word of God, God will speak to you. Amen. That's why we have the word of God. This book is not just a book, you know, that we put it on the shelf. But no, this book is, a, is the word of God. There is nothing, there is no other book that is greater than this book. That's, that's why it is called the Bible. Amen. This is the word of God. This is for us daily. And you have to open the word of God. I know a lot of times, you know, we have, we have uh, phones and we have iPads and all the different technology. But listen, nothing like the printed word of God. Amen. So open the Bible. Read the word of God. Amen. So when you spend time in prayer seeking God, you will be reminded who you are and whose you are. See, a lot of times, you know, first thing when we are faced with a challenge, when we are faced with a situation, you know, we try to get help from other people. We text people, you know, we send WhatsApp, we talk to our family back in, in our other countries or something. Listen. When you you pray, you will remember who you are and whose you are. You are a child of the Most High God. Listen, look at some of this declaration. You are the child of the Most High God. You have to say to yourself, say this with me. Say, I am a child of the Most High God. I am a victor and not a victim. I will overcome. I am forgiven. I am free. free. Say, my sins are washed away. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Say to yourself, "I I am born again. Hallelujah. Say to yourself, say to yourself that you are filled with the Spirit of God. You have to say to yourself, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. You have to say, God has created me for greatness see a lot of times the devil will tell you when you when you let those thoughts you know into your allow those thoughts to enter your mind the devil will tell you you're nobody the devil will tell you you know now you have come to that place you have no more help the devil will tell you those negative things over and over in your mind you know the devil plays with our mind and if you do not know how to stop those negative thoughts you know there is no telling where the devil will take your mind into and all this discouragement and disappointment will set in. Listen, instead of thinking negative, instead of thinking the thoughts of the devil, focus on the things thoughts of God. Amen. Say to yourself these things that I am a child of the Most High God. Remind yourself who you are. Remind yourself whose you are. The greater one lives inside of me. Amen. It's Jesus Christ. Say to yourself, I am a born again I am a person that is filled with the Holy Spirit. I am baptized with the Holy Spirit of God. Amen? When you say things like this, listen, victory will come. Courage will come into your heart. Amen? Amen. You know, sometimes we have, when we live this life, sometimes fear will come into our hearts. You know, what is fear? Fear. You know, the acronym for fear is it's false evidence appearing real. It's not the truth, it's not real thing, but it appears to be the real thing. There is no true threat or immediate physical danger or loss of someone or something dear to us. Actually, nothing at all. Fear is nothing but just an illusion. And fear is opposite of faith. Amen? Fear is opposite of faith. So instead of living in fear, have faith in God. The Bible says, this scripture is not in, the, in our slide, but the Word of God says, faith comes by hearing hearing the Word of God. You cannot have faith when you spend all your time watching television. You cannot have faith if you're continuously scrolling on your, on your cell phone. Looking through all the social medias, you know, trying to look who is who, and you watch so many other people, you forget who you are. You find young people a lot of times, you know, especially teenagers, kids, you know, young people. Sometimes you're older people. So we scroll through all these different, you spend half an hour. And you find out, you're watching everybody else, and you forget who you are. Listen, you have to remind yourself that you are a child of the Most High God. You have to say to yourself, You are a son, you are a daughter of God, and God has his best interest over your life. Amen? Amen. As we trust in Him, God will help us to do great things. God said to God said to David, You will certainly overtake the enemy and you will succeed in the rescue. When you are praying about something. When you are praying about a situation that you are going through, when you are asking God to give you a financial breakthrough, listen, God will surely answer you. He will surely answer you. I remember some years ago when, my, when one of my daughters was very sick. She was six years old. And we, she, was, she was in pain. My daughter, Daniela, was, was sick. And she was in so much pain. And... We went to the specialist, and the specialists they said, the, do- the doctors they said, "You have to see a specialist, you have to wait for three months to see a specialist in Houston, Texas, in the biggest children 's home, hospital. And so we waited for three months, and every day she's in pain, she was suffering, suffering, suffering. And my wife, Lisa, she was so discouraged, she was so disappointed, not knowing what was going to happen and finally, the day came when we met this specialist, this uh, children doctor. And the specialist, he said, your child is very sick and you have to uh, be in this medication and the rest of her life, you know, she probably have to, you know, take these shots and have this medication and uh, at that time we did not have any insurance back in the States and we asked them how much it's going to cost and uh, they told us it was going to cost a quarter of a million dollars, $250,000 just to get the medical care started for my daughter. And we said to the doctor, the specialist, listen, we waited for three months for, to see you, and this is what you are saying to us. We said, you know, we believe in Jesus, and we believe in prayer, so we're going to take her home for another seven days, ten days, and see what will happen. So the doctor said, sure, you can take, you know, you've waited for three months, now you can take her home for, for, for seven, ten days, see what will happen. After we prayed, we told our friends, you know, let's pray for her. After we prayed for 7 or 10 days, listen, God touched her. God touched our daughter. She was instantly healed. Instantly healed by the power of God. Listen, our daughter now, she's 24 years young, beautiful. She does not have any medical condition. She never had to take one shot. She did not have to take one um, pill. And, and, but she was completely healed. And I'm so thankful... For, for the mighty hand of God. See, sometimes fear will come, you know, and will, fear will cause you, you know, to, to shy away, to get discouraged, you know, to, to pull back. But listen, you have to have faith in your heart. I am looking at people that are full of faith today. I'm looking at people that say our God is a living God. I'm looking at people that say my God is resurrected God and he will help me over every situation, over every circumstances. Amen. Amen. Just last Sunday, we celebrated Easter. And this Sunday, I want you to know Jesus is no longer in the grave. He is risen. Amen? Amen. He is alive. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead quickens your mortal body. So if you have pain today, if you have sicknesses in your body today, listen, Jesus is here. His power is here. The healing power of Jesus is right here for each one of us. If Jesus, he healed my daughter some years ago, listen, he will heal you. If God gave Pastor Guinea the biggest financial breakthrough, listen, that breakthrough is for you here today. But we have to continue to seek him. We have to continue to pursue him. You know, we have to seek God in doing this COVID time. I, I hope that you would never forget what happened during the time of COVID. Did you know for the first time in many, many hundreds of years, first time in the history of the world, the whole world shut down? Are you aware of that? And yet, we got to live through the, all those pandemic. You are alive. You survived your family, your children were still able to have education. You could still survive. And you are sitting here today because God has more things for you. Amen. He brought you out of COVID. Amen. It, COVID was not a surprise for God. It did not take God by surprise. Amen. People thought, oh no, there is no help. Oh no. And yes, I understand over 5, 7 million people died around the world. It was a very difficult thing. But listen, you are here. God's hand is upon you. God's hand is upon your child, your family. And because he has great things in, in and through you, he wants to do. Amen? Amen? So be encouraged today. Keep seeking God. And during COVID time, listen, I would wake up 3 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes I would send a text message to a pastor. I said, Pastor... I'm sorry, he he sends me messages from here and it's it's nighttime over there. I said, Pastor, I'm already awake. I've been praying last and from three o'clock in the morning. He says, Oh Pastor, I was not sure I was I thought I was gonna disturb you or something. I put myself I position myself to pray and see God. You and I can make that choice today to continue to seek God. See, when you see God, you will have great victories because there are some things you just does not change. Unless you pray. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Keep seeking God. Like David. Like David. Keep seeking God and God will give you victory. Amen. Amen. In Samuel chapter 1 verse 30. 70 to to 20. The Bible says David fought fought, for the enemy from dusk until the evening of the next day. That means throughout the whole night. David was fighting, fighting, fighting. He killed all those enemies. David recovered everything that the Amalekites has taken, including his wives. Nothing was missing, young or old, boy or girl, plunder or anything else they had taken. See, David, he went out and he fought for what that belonged to him. And sometimes you and I, we have to go and fight for what belongs to us. Amen? See, David went and he fought. Sometimes, you remember, in life, when it is about your children, I don't know about you, But when it is about my children, I will do everything to fight for my children. I say to this, to all my people around the world, I have the best children. And I'm so thankful. But listen, if somebody comes after my children, I'll go fight for my children. Amen. And sometimes the devil will try to steal your children. The world will try to influence our young people and our children. Listen, the world will not have our children. The world will not have our young people. I do not know about you, but you know, when we, get, when we live in the Western world, the fight for our young people is so, um, it's, 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 it's uh, unreal right now. I do not know how much um, news and stuff you, you, you follow, but listen, what is happening in the Western world is, is, is not good. Things that should not be is being pushed down among the young people, among the children, among the babies, These days. But listen, God is our is a great God. Amen. You have to look at our children and say to yourself, God will give us victory. Amen. God will give us victory. The Bible says, David brought everything back. He he took all the flocks and herds, and his men drove them ahead, all the enemies away, and all their livestock, saying, This is David's plunder. Amen. David not only fought. He went and fought what belonged to him, but not only his stuff, but things, stuff that belongs to the enemy. You are in a foreign country. Listen, you are in a foreign country. You are doing your best work that you can as a, as, a, as, a, as a visitor, as a foreign worker in this country. Listen, God brought you here. When the children of Israel, they were in Egypt, when they were in bondage, listen, they were in a foreign country. But when they left Egypt, they did not lift Egypt Empty handed. They left Egypt with all the gold and silvers. Even their children had so much gold all around their neck. Because all this time they have been slaves. All this time they had to bow down. And they have to walk around in shame. But listen. God has brought you here in this, in this, in this land. For his purpose. For his glory. And he, is, he brought you here to continue to give you great success. To have great victory. God has brought you here. To give you the great plunder. Amen. He's going to give you wealth and resources from right here, from this land. Amen. God has ways of doing things we do not know. I have seen this in my life. Listen. We serve an amazing God. We serve a good God. Amen. And I know... You know, we we have great expectation in your heart. I know you have expectation in your heart for yourself, for your family, for your children. Listen, as we continue to live for God, as we continue to serve God, remember, if God gave victory to David, He will give victory to you and I. Amen. Amen. If God healed Pastor Guinness' daughter Daniela from her sickness, God will heal you. Your sickness, your child's sickness. Listen, if God gave victory... In my life, over my finances, over my situations, over over my discouragement, God will give you so much more victory for your life. Amen. I just want to encourage you. I want to say this to you. Listen. God is with us. He is with us. And His power is with us. Amen. In Paul... With this scripture I'm going to close. You know, Paul, he was an apostle of Jesus Christ. He served God with his life. All the disciples, the apostles, you know, they served God in the first century. And Paul, you know, he was persecuting the church. Most of the, all of the disciples were actually martyred because of their faith, because of their service, because of their work of proclaiming the gospel, the good news to the people. But for Paul, you know, he... You know, he even was put in prison because of the work that he was doing in preaching of the gospel. This is what he writes in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 17. It says, finally be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers... Of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Listen, there is a force, this unseen force that we don't get to see with our eyes. There is a war out there for your life, for your family, for your job, for whatever you have. In John chapter 10 verse 10 it says, The devil, the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life and to give you life abundant. Listen, the thief, the devil will come to steal your joy. He will start to steal your money. He will try to steal your children. But listen, Jesus came to give us life. To give us eternal life. Paul, he's writing over here, he says, put on the whole armor of God. That's why we have to have the word of God inside of you. Amen. That's what I want to encourage you today. You know, seek God. Remember what God has done for you. Amen. Remember... If God has delivered you in the past, if God has healed you from your sicknesses, God has given you victory. If he has done those things in the past, he will do the same for you and your family. Amen? Amen? So the word of God is so powerful. It's so powerful. You know, the word of God gives us victory. I do not know what is your situation here that you are faced with today. You know, we all have people in church. We have a mixed congregation. We have, you know, we have people that have known God for a long time and there are others. You know you're just going through struggle sometimes you're just going through the motion motion listen god is with you Amen. he will give you victory he wants to encourage you today he wants you to lift up your head and look to him lift up your eyes and go find your answer in the word of god take the time to to seek god in prayer in your home in the church, when you are, do not be in a hurry, you know, to just go back to your workplace. Spend time with God. You know, I have made it a part of my life. Every day I have to speak to God. Every day I have to read His word. I have made it, uh, uh, my life is to, is to hear from God. And I know you are people of, of, of great honor and, and love and respect. I know as you do this for your family, for your children. For your church and people, I believe God's gonna take you higher and higher in levels you have never known before. Amen? Amen? Should we all stand just for here, just for a moment? I know our time is gone. I just want to pray for you. I know we have to probably have to go from here pretty soon. But would you lift up your hand just for a moment? Worship team, do we have a moment to worship? Praise God. Do we have Have a moment? Come on, let's, let's sing one song. Come on, come on, quickly. Andale. Andale. Andale in Spanish means quick. Let's do it. Let's just worship God just for one moment. Amen? Okay. Lift up your hands to the Lord. I just want to pray for you just one moment. Lift up your hands. Everybody, right here. Would you lift up your hands, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we come to you this moment. Father, we thank you that you are in the midst of us, your people. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank
2: you. I live to worship you. Let this
0: be the cry of your heart. Oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. To worship you Ali. Come on, everybody. Lift to up your hands. You, Lift up live, your hands. I leave to worship you. Yeah, we worship you. Sobaraba shakara. Sobarabala shakara. To worship You,
1: I have to worship You. Oh, 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 oh. Let us oh, oh,
0: your children come to you this day Lord we lift up our hands before you Lord it's such an honor for us to come before you to worship you Lord God to hear your word to sing praises from the depths of our hearts father if there is anyone here that might be discouraged today Lord let your word bring hope and healing and restoration in our hearts Lord let there be a new fire in their hearts Lord God new hope Birth in their hearts, Lord God. So they feel that, God, you are so close to them. That they do not feel that you are far away. But that, God, their, their love for you will get stronger and stronger. In husband and wife, in relationships, Lord God. In those areas where, there are, Lord, there is pain and there is suffering, Lord God. Those that might be going through some sort of sicknesses, Lord God. They have pain in their bodies. Let your healing touch flow right now in the name of Jesus Lord if your people that are suffering because of finances Lord God they need a better job they need increase in their, in their lives. Father we say in the name of Jesus the breakthrough over their finances will come in the name of Jesus Lord if there is any child Lord God any parents that are here the child, children are walked away from God the children are not serving God anymore Father we pray for those prodigals Lord today they will come back to, to Jesus Christ that Lord every one of my, our families Lord God they will know you they will serve you Lord God Lord they will follow you Lord serving and knowing you has been good for us the parents but now it's time for our children our young people Lord God our families to be stronger so we can live for you and worship you and we can glorify you Lord if there is anyone that is sick in the midst of us with cancers or tumors in their bodies. Or their pain. Just like you heal the people in Washington. Just like you heal the people in Mexico. Just like you heal the people when I was in Singapore or Hong Kong. Father that your healing virtue will flow into everyone that is suffering with sicknesses. Let cancers be healed in the name of Jesus. Let tumors be, fall to the ground and disappear in the name of Jesus. Father, if there is somebody who needs a promotion in their job, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, promotion will come this week for them in the name of Jesus. Father, if somebody is struggling with their paperwork, Lord God, visas or transfers, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you will give them the breakthrough that they need. Father, we speak the life of God among your people this morning. We pray that God that you will give us the victory You will take us higher in places, Lord God, we have never experienced before. We thank you for the people here at the Bread of Life Church. Thank you, Father, for your strong and mighty hand of blessing, protection, Lord God. For your power operating over your people. Father, we lift up our hands in praise in Jesus' name. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody says... Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Psalm 145, verse 17 to 19 says, The Lord is righteous in all he does, merciful in all his art. 18 says, He is near to those who call to him, who call to him with sincerity. Verse 19, he supplies the needs of those who honor him. He hears their cries and saves them. You need to encourage yourself. You need to stay encouraged. That you have heard today. Remember your past victory. Remember to seek God. And remember to fight your battle. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you and appreciate you for today's message. This message has been ordained right from heaven. We appreciate you because you have let us know that we need to stay encouraged. Father, we lift your name up. we glorify you, Lord. We seek your face all the time. Father, as we are calling upon you, answer us speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. As we are recounting rec- what you have done in our life. Father, we pray that our testimony, we earn more of your support in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray as we face the battle, the battle is yours. You will fight our battle for us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for your son, for your servant that you have used for all this day, that more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. The assignment you have given unto him, Father, we pray almighty God, that you continue to strengthen him in the mighty name of Jesus. As he stay in the U.S. and the assignment is, is, is all over the East Europe and East Asia, Father, we pray, Almighty God, that you will perfect all the assignment on his behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. You have been with him from the beginning. You continue to be with him in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray and decree... That your family, that God Almighty, will continue to visit you in the mighty name of Jesus. You have been the light in the life of many all over the world. And that light shall never go into darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. We commit all your trip into the hand of God. You fly in the sky, you go by road, you travel by sea. That God Almighty will go ahead of you in the mighty name of Jesus. And when next we hear from you, it shall be testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. We cover you with the blood of Jesus. And when you hear it from us also, it shall be good testimony in Jesus' name. We shall remember today and continue to testify to the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Church, shall we share the grace together in fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.